ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. I'm on my own, against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before. I never needed you at all. Think I fall down, I'ma watch you fall down. I'm living large now. I never needed you at all. Think I fall down. Hello and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show, episode number 360. I'm your host, Blake, and we're going old school today. Living on my co-host, the biggest deal in podcasting, the man who survived a bigger blizzard than I did this week. Sal, how you doing? <sighs> Tired. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy because we, we were complaining about eight, eight, 10 to 11 inches of snow. And then I talked to you and you get what? Over two feet. <laughs> Almost, yeah, basically. Uh, I think uh, I saw on the news well this morning. Um, supposedly, the 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 record for New Jersey for highest snowfall for one storm is thirty four inches, the, and the, supposedly somebody broke that. Wow. Was it 96 by any chance? I never 90, those are 96 for the same. No, they said uh, 1899 or oh, something fuck. like that. Yeah, oh, and they said uh, uh, the record was 34 inches verified. And uh, they said supposedly one town broke it with 35.2 or something. What the fuck? Well, that's unverified. So I'm not sure if that's going to stick or not. But yeah, that just goes to show how... I mean, it, it was still snowing when I was done with work at 7 a.m. It that, stopped now, finally. Wow. So it snowed wow. for over, like, 30-something hours. Yeah, we, we did not have a storm like that here. We did not. <laughs> that's insane to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. <sighs> well, let's everybody know, the man that's like Mark is off this week. He is off getting a puppy. And we'll talk about that next week. Because I guarantee you, I will show off next week in the Zoom, in the Zoom call we do. Um, yes. We are opening. We decided before the Rumble last week that we'd be opening and closing with Rumble winners, and we opened up with Bianca. I, I, funny part is when I was going through it, I'm like, okay, we have to open with Bianca. This is the perfect song to open with, and they're like, ah, crap. We have to open with Bianca. I don't like opening the show with the same song that often. It would be literally yeah. one year later. <laughs> so, yeah, very cool to open with that. So, this is just you and me. Let's actually. Get right into things. Help support the show and find all the platforms you can find the show and other products we work on at theblackandsalshow.com. Sal? Uh, yeah. And you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, uh, I Survived Snowpocalypse uh, Winter Hats, and more from our T Public store. <laughs> Click on the T Public link on our site or go to uh, T Public and search the Blake and Sal Show. And you can also go to belowthecollar.com 
and you can search the show there and get some shirts there as well. Metal items actually available, but I do love that idea. I survived the snowpocalypse and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> 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 well, funny part is, I think I'm the Let's Go Devils podcast, and they were talking about like they survived the blizzard in '96, and I'm like, I remember the blizzard in '96. I remember the blizzard in '96 too. I was walking home from school in the middle of the blizzard in '96, and my, my dad picked me, me, and a couple of my friends up because we were on the way home from school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we're going to break. We'll come back and we'll get through things. And the funny part is when I say quick news, we'll actually get through things quickly this week. So <laughs> we'll come back from the break. When I wake up in the morning and the lawn gets out of water, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the bus fly by. It's all right. You know, it's weird because a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago, we were talking about the Stay by the Bell reboot. And um, there was one episode of that show where they play this old theme song again. Yeah. And I admit, I popped like crazy when I heard the song. I completely went nuts. I was like, oh my gosh, they actually played the old theme. But I didn't expect that the, the time we actually play the song on our show again, it's been a long time since we played it on our show. I think since we did like our top five like TV themes. As long as I put this on our show. Well, it's going to be for a sad reason. I, I did not expect this until weeks ago. Um, Dustin Diamond passed away suddenly. Age yeah. 44, stage 4 lung cancer. Um, there you go. Song's out. Um, I did not expect this news. You, you texted me and I was working. And I'm like, I would drop my phone. I was like, what? No, this can't be real. Um. For those that did not grow up, but we're, we're I, sometimes I have to remember that we're older and we're in our 30s. I'm in my almost 40, and I have to remind that sometimes because our audience is younger than us. And I have to remind people that we grew up with Stay by the Bell. <laughs> grew yeah. up with um, Zach and the gang and Screech as the sidekick, and we grew up with it. So for us, it hits us a little harder as like 30 somethings, almost 40 somethings. Sal, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the announcement had just come out a few weeks prior, and uh, I know that he had started chemo or whatever uh, just last week or something like that, and just like all of a sudden that the news came out that he that he passed was just so sad because, you know, there was literally just no time, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like not even, not even three weeks, I think, between the announcement of him being diagnosed and him passing away, and it's just so sad. I feel like we, like all of us, got a little bit like, um, I forgot the word looking for here. Um, was, was when it came to Alice Quebec, where he announced he had cancer. Then we had like a year and a half, where it was like yeah. we got to say goodbye. We did nobody got to say goodbye. It was a shock. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's that's crazy. Um, what's weird is they actually were talking about having him on next season. Which oh really? Like, oh, damn it. Um. So they were planning on doing that for next season. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a rumor or an announcement. Um, what I find interesting, we're recording this on Wednesday. And normally, uh, Mark Port Gossler's podcast drops today. Uh-huh. And the show didn't drop today. Uh-huh. So I wonder why. So yeah. I, 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 I'm kind of curious if we're going to put a show up today and they didn't. So I guess we're going to wait till next week to do that. So 
it was interesting to see if they were going to do like a breaking breaking episode or like a sad show or something today. They didn't do anything. So. Yeah. By the way, if you're not listening to Zach to the future, the show is fantastic. It's um Mark Paul Gossler talking about Stay by the Bell because he doesn't remember this show. He remembers the experience filming it, but doesn't remember the episode. <laughs> and it's <laughs> hysterical. Oh, it's such a fun <laughs> show. And it's the guy that um that made um Zach Morris's trash. He's his co-host. <laughs> so it's even more fun that Zach Morris and the guy who made Zach Morris's trash is talking about Stay by the Bell. Nice. <laughs> it's a really fun show. So, all right, let's move on. Um, before we get to AHL, originally this week, I wanted to talk about women's hockey. I want to talk about the Riveters. But unfortunately, the Riveters pulled out of the um, NWHL playoffs due to COVID. And then the Connecticut well pulled out. I don't know why. They were down yeah. to four teams. Um, Thursday is the, quarter, is the final four on um, NBC Sports Network. The final is the people hearing this on Friday tonight. Go watch it because it's worth watching. I'm going to be watching it as much as I can. Um, I don't know who I'm rooting for now. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I had the Riveters, and then they're like, cool, I'll root for the Whale. But I can't root for them now, so I don't know who I'm rooting for yet. <laughs> I might be rooting for Buffalo because I know I have friends that root for them. So I'm not sure yet. <laughs> so just started to throw that out there. Let's go to the NHL real fast. And we, we joke about COVID, but the Devils currently are on hold because when I first typed this, they had 10 players on the COVID list. Now they have 15 players on the COVID list. <laughs> what the hell? Do they actually have COVID or they're just quarantining? Combination of both. Because okay. I know there's a couple, I know like, like there's, um, who was it? Well, by the way, Mac Black off the COVID list officially. Okay. But um, like, oh, the Dell, he was coming in, he was traded, they'll pick up off waivers, and he was, had a clear quarantine. And then there was Jesper Bratt who was coming back in and he had to be in quarantine. But then there's like all these players that played in the games over the weekend and they're all quarantining now or have COVID. <laughs> wow. And Buffalo players now are down. Oh. So Oops. it's like, wow. <laughs> Oops. Oh, yeah, Did yeah. Taylor Hall catch it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Officially. I don't, unofficially, I don't know. I just know that I'm like, wow. What a crazy turn of events. Because they, they played so good against Buffalo. They looked yeah. so good. Especially in that second Buffalo game. The fourth line looked amazing. And then the entire season pauses because they can't. <laughs> because, you know, it's we're still in a pandemic. I think a lot of people are forgetting we're still in a pandemic. Yeah. It isn't over, despite what some people may think, or the entire state of Florida. One or the other. It's not over. <laughs> How long do you actually think we're going to finish this hockey season in general? Uh, That's a good question. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they cut it short. Um, But they'll finish it, but I I wouldn't be surprised if they cut it short. Yeah, I I was thinking about that today. I'm like, I don't know. Because like every single day, there's like more players. Vegas had their entire coaching staff on the the on a quarantine list at one point. Like, I don't know what to do here. It's weird. I know. Weird situation we're all in the middle of here. But speaking of weird situations, we should jump to...
Super Bowl is this weekend. Um, Here's a question: How much longer does CBS have the rights to the Super Bowl? I, it, it, every every like, I think next year it's every, it changes every year. It changes every year. Didn't they have I, it last year too? Oh, Fox had it last year. Oh, did they? I want to yeah, remember. Fox had it last year. It rotates every year. It's between NBC, Fox, and CBS. It depends on the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it rotates. So this year it happens to be CBS. I, if you look it up, I think if you go on Wikipedia, you can probably follow along and figure the pattern out. But it yeah. rotates every year. So, so I think it's just this year. I think next year might be NBC. I think next year's NBC's year. Oh, okay, I thought Could CBS had it last year too. Yeah, I think last year Fox had it. Okay, had it last year. But um, it, it just they they rotate it based on the NFL contracts that they have. So yeah, that makes sense. But um, before we get to the game, we will have twenty five thousand fans in attendance, which That's seems crazy. Like, such a crazy number. But the funny is, I'm starting to rewatch old WrestleManias as a WrestleMania season. And last night, me and Manny were watching WrestleMania 17. And um, they were watching Houston Astros done with 86,000 people. <laughs> oh, my God. Oops. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> yeah, 25,000. 7,500 are going to be vaccinated health care workers, which I like. I really like that a lot. I think. But as a vaccinated healthcare worker, I greatly appreciate that one. I appreciate <laughs> the love. Um, in the run sheet, I did put a picture of the most hysterical um, um, bag I've ever seen put together. Hodgepodge bag for the Super Bowl I've ever seen. The PPE bag they put together for the Super Bowl. <laughs> this cracked me up. Oh, I don't see that. Hold on. Yeah. Let me try to... If you go a little okay. further down in the run sheet, right below the Super Bowl logo, Super Bowl logo there's there's official Super Bowl masks and um, hand sanitizer and wipes. Oh, refreshing. And, oh, there it is. It is such a funny little drag to put together. <laughs> like, I oh, I want believe. Super Bowl hand sanitizer. It's so funny that they put this together for the fans in attendance. Like, that, this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is COVID football right here. <laughs> this is COVID football. Oh, see, they're stupid. They should have put, like, the Super Bowl logo on it. Yeah, it's so. I do appreciate these Super Bowl masks, the official NFL Super Bowl masks. Seventy five percent alcohol. That's not good enough. Oh my god, you can drink that still. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I only say that because I know there are many times we have. I work in the ER, and we have to take the hand sanitizer out of containers because people, crazy people, will drink it. Not a joke. <laughs> that will actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, Super Bowl. Oh, um, my number is 54. There you go. 54, 54. Hey, Roman numerals. I, we, we don't do Roman numerals anymore in Wrestle, WrestleMania, so I forget how to remember Roman numerals sometimes. Yes. Um, Super Bowl 54, it is Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think we know where we both stand, but I ain't interested yeah. in this game. So I guess we both go to Kansas City, right? Like. <sighs> Yeah, uh, that's what I'm leaning towards. I mean, it's been a while since we've had a team win back to back. I think, since and it would be Patriots, nice if it was against Tom Brady. <laughs> I think the Patriots are the last team to do it, right? I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird how that works out. <laughs> so, um, I think it's gonna be a game, though. Um, what do you think, by the way? Are you sick of the fact I, I'm gonna be so happy for the halftime show? Just don't have to hear the weekend every single commercial break. <laughs> I'm so happy. I know. <laughs> it's crazy to think too, because like that song's over a year old now. 
It was the WrestleMania song. Yes, it was, it was all over the radio for the summer. And it's now still it's played. like the main song for the Super Bowl. It's crazy. And I just does he have enough songs to do a halftime show? <laughs> what was that? Does he have enough songs to do a halftime show? <laughs> oh yeah. He does? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know a few songs, so cool. Yeah, he's got like uh I think this is his third album, so he's oh, definitely okay, cool, got the material for it. I probably know the songs. I just don't know it's him. One of those things. One of those, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Or I'll watch it and be like, oh, I know that song. I know that song. I know that. That yeah. happens a lot with newer acts on the Super Bowl. We're like, oh, okay. I know these songs now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm on the same page. So I'm excited. I, I, it's weird. This is a Super Bowl. We're like, okay. It's on. I'll watch it. I, I don't care yeah. as much as like last year with Mahomes and everything. I just don't know. I just don't care as much. <laughs> I think it's just the time of you know what we're going on what's been going on with uh covid and stuff like that because it's like you know it just nothing feels right you know what i mean like True. new year's didn't feel right the christmas season really didn't feel right you know right. rumble didn't feel right to we'll me to so we'll get to that in a minute we'll get there in a minute but yeah just, you're right it's, it might just be that it might just be covid world we're in or it don't feel 100 percent right <sighs> Livy's uh, zoom zooming around the house for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, you just have this facial expression like, "What's going on?" Like, are they going to say no, something? <laughs> she's literally, she's literally doing laps around the house, <laughs> from right. between the bathroom and the living room. That's amazing. I'm going to hit this, and we'll get into our next section of our show. Did somebody call for the nature boy Rick Flair to come on here and say a thing or two? You all deserve under the sea, under the sea. <laughs> Oh, what a rush! Oh, what a rush! Oh, what a rush! It's me! But don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line! Because Stone Cold said so! Akuna Matata! What a wonderful phrase! <laughs> Stop! Listen! Because... Because... Lance Catamaran. All right. Um, so this is an interesting little run sheet. I said remember who we came on. I I second this run twelve off into like sections because there was a weird stuff going on, but I did figure I'd bunch it all up. So let's start with this. Take it so. Uh WWE reported, uh reportedly, excuse me, uh released uh Mr. Larzy Sullivan. Yes. Um, so I'm trying I was trying to get more new than this, or actually right before we came on. I was over at Wrestling Inc. And apparently there's a report that he no-showed the last two TV tapings. Oh. So that was like the last nail in his coffin. Okay. <laughs> so if that's the case, fuck you. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> that's the reason you're tired? You're an idiot. You're just a boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean he never should have came him. back in the first place. Yeah, we, 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 we've been joking and complaining about him for a while. But wow, that's just being stupid. There's no yeah. other way of putting it. Yep. All right. Continue on. This is cool news. Uh, yeah, John Moxley uh, will defend the IWGP United States Championship on uh, New Japan Strong. New Japan, uh, J- uh, yeah, Strong, as a part of their New Beginning USA special uh, on 226. Yeah, I- I'm still trying to figure out this is free. I think this is the free show that's on New Japan World. I think this is the free show. 
if this is the free show, that's massive for New Japan's rock. <laughs> like, holy crap. They yeah. this match on the free side. And the funny part is, Moxie says, I'll see you in Tokyo. The problem is they film New Japan Strong in Los Angeles. <laughs> and as I told Mandy, I guarantee this match is already filmed. I guarantee yeah. it's already filmed because, and Mandy said, what do you mean? I'm like, well, um, Renee had to go to LA to do backstage. Right. So while it just so happens, Moxley showed up on New Japan Strong the same week that Renee's in LA to do backstage. So I'm like, okay, if they're smart, they have Kenta and they have Moxley in the same place at the same time. Just film the damn match. Just yeah. film it. Might <laughs> Here. As well. Like, you're not going to get these two in the same place at the same time again. Take advantage of it. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to it. Move on. Uh, John Cena announced that he will not be at WrestleMania this year uh, because he is in Vancouver filming the Peacemaker TV series for HBO. And uh, this will be the first time since WrestleMania 19 that he will not be a part of the show. How crazy really? is that? Really? Yeah. He's been at every Mania in some way, shape, or form since WrestleMania 20. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whether in a match or, like, in an appearance or, like, saving the Rock against the Wyatts or, like, he's been a part of the show every single solitary year. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's insane. Like, yeah. nuts to me. But... He said it himself that he's in Vancouver. If he was in L.A. filming, he would have been able to do it. But because he's in out of the country and it's yeah. like a two-week quarantine thing to get back into Canada and all this kind of stuff, I don't blame him here. Like, it's just a weird streak to end, though. That's a weird yeah. streak. Um, good. Uh, WWE announced that Drew McIntyre has released a memoir coming out on uh, Star Wars Day, May 4th, uh, called A Chosen Destiny, My Story. Yes, and I already have it on my um, wish list on Audible. <laughs> I already have it on my wish list. Okay. I'm excited for this. I'm actually excited about it. I really I enjoyed the Young Bucks book last year. A lot of people didn't. I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to this one, especially if he reads his own book. That'd be really cool. Right. I think that'd be cool. All right. Rumble happened this past weekend. It was a crazy weekend. It was a crazy day. A lot happened. But before we get into the Rumble itself, I do want to make a quick note here, something we didn't bring up on last week's show, because honestly, I didn't know what way to bring it up. But Vince McMahon missed the Rumble this year. He was not in attendance at the Rumble. He um, was communicating by phone or by Zoom, but he was not in attendance. So this is the first time a Royal Rumble has ever did not have Vince McMahon and Pat Patterson. Neither one of them were at Rumble this year. How crazy is that? First time ever. Um, His his older brother, Roderick, passed away. So he's been doing family stuff ever since then. So I did. Wow. It's crazy that that, that Vince was at the Rumble. Yeah. Maybe that would explain all the weird camera cuts that were going on. <laughs> in the Those are awful. That was awful. There were so many camera cuts missing important eliminations and important moves. I would have thought the retribution people were doing the camera work. Like it was so bad. I was getting so annoyed. Like, like, but the first one they missed was like Bianca and Bailey. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a long night. This is the one they miss. Like, oh my God. Um so before we get to the matches, you said it yourself. The Rumble didn't feel right. And I had the same feeling watching it. Like, we're in a close set. 
the Thunderdome set, it didn't feel special. It, there's nobody there. Like, elaborate. Yeah, it's, you know, you every year you expect to have these, like, big surprises. There was no big, real big surprise. Um, you know, the Rumble is all about the crowd and the crowd reactions. And, you know, you didn't have that. And it was just... It just felt like a normal show. It really did. It just felt like a normal show with a rumble type match in it. Yeah, with counting, with a lot of counting. <laughs> um, and it's weird because, like, I spent the last couple of weeks before the rumble watching old rumbles, like I just traditionally do every year. And then you watch all those old rumbles, and then you sit down for this one. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. Um, especially since most of the storyline for the men's rumble came from that ridiculous edge pop from the last year's Rumble. Like, <laughs> the storyline came from that. Yeah. We'll get to the men in a minute. We'll start with the women. Bianca Belair. She is the Royal Rumble winner. Came at number three. That's exciting. Last year she came at number two. This year she came at number three. I wonder if that's going to be a trend for the rest of her career. Uh, <laughs> the final four were her, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, and Natalia, who came in at number 30. I personally like the fact that the final two were Bianca and Rhea. I thought that was awesome. Like, I did not yeah. expect that. I thought that was really cool, Sal. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm uh, I'm glad that Charlotte Flair didn't win. Because oh for God. a second there, I thought I was going to happen. And I was rolling my eyes so hard that they were starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I'm like, they're going to do like they did with Roman. Well, okay. If you look up the stats, Roman Reigns currently has the record for the most times being the last person eliminated in a rumble. <laughs> oh, really? He has a record for, I think it's four times that he's been eliminated last because they know that if he gets eliminated, the crowd's going to extra pop for the person who eliminates them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like I looked at that stat. like That's a very funny stat to have. Yes. <laughs> so I thought they were going to do that with Charlotte. I really did. <laughs> do that with Charlotte. And I think if there was a crowd, they might have, you know? Yeah. But, um, so anyway, the surprises, we had NXT, we had Shotzi Blackheart, we had Tony Storm, we had Santana Garrett, who, by the way, isn't even on NXT TV right now, yet she popped up in the Rumble, but apparently Keita Kentanzaro was backstage, and she did not pop up in the Rumble. I didn't quite understand oh. that. Uh, she's in the group photo that I saw, but she wasn't in the Rumble, which is strange. <laughs> um, Rhea Ripley, obviously, we talked about her, um, who, by the way, sounds like she's going to be debuting soon on one of the shows. They just don't know which show yet. Which okay. she'll be debuting soon. Um, Dakota Kai and Amber Moon, who technically was always in the Rumble, but because she's in NXT now, it's a big deal. And the surprises, the, the, I did not expect to see Jillian Hall. I did not expect that. Yeah. That was a shock. I was like, what? Um, and then Victoria. I was so happy to see Victoria. I popped, yeah. I jumped out of my seat. I was so happy to see Victoria. Um, Tori Wilson and Alicia Fox. Before we get to Alicia Fox, I want to just give a shout out to somebody I forgot to put in my notes to Julian Hall. Billy Kay. Fucking Billy Kay. When the hell does she become everybody's guilty pleasure? Like, when did this happen? She is so fucking good at what she does. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in the middle of this, and this really annoyed Mandy. This really pissed her off. Really? Yeah, this pissed her off. Our truth ran down for some reason. <laughs> 
I like the fact that R Truth came down to the women's rumble and he wasn't even in the men's rumble. He wasn't even in it. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, he runs down with twenty four seven title, gets in the ring, then Alicia Fox pins R Truth, and then all the men came down to chase Truth, and they got beat up by the women, which was weird. <laughs> And then Truth ended up pinning Fox to win the belt back. Mandy hated this. Like, hated it. The passion. Like, why were the men out here? Why did they have this? What were your thoughts? Um, I mean, I thought it was funny. Um, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, you know, Truth is Truth. And maybe he thought that he was in the Rumble and just came out with the completely wrong gender version of the Rumble. <laughs> I, I, I really thought, based on the pre-show, he was going to legitimately come out looking for Bad Bunny dressed as Elmer Fudd. I really thought that was going to happen. <laughs> that did not happen. I was, looking, I was hoping for that to happen. It didn't happen. Actually, that would have been kind of funny. That would have been hysterical. Because um, that would have made that performance make a lot more sense. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, Rhea Ripley led the field with seven eliminations. Holy shit. Oh. a lot. And Shayna Baylor had six. So... That's pretty damn cool. Any other thoughts on the women's rumble before we move on? Uh, no, no. It was uh, it was fun seeing Victoria back. That was uh, that was unexpected, and uh, and even Jillian Hall. I mean, those are people you haven't seen in a while. So exactly. And the funny part is that Jillian Hall gets brought up, and Dad's like, "Did did you have a mole?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got eaten by the boogeyman." And then she just stopped looking like, what did you just say? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a tendency to say those things in like the most straight edge, like no emotion. I just say it. That's the most normal thing in the world. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube, people, if you know what we're talking about. Yes. Uh, you, you might get grossed out, but it happened. So, <laughs> um, men drumble. Okay, so last week, <laughs> last week, I would, I will take the fall on this one. Last week, I was reading off the Rumble names, and I went and said, as the biggest Edge fan on this show, I went and said, there is no way Edge is going to win the Rumble. There is no way Edge is going to win the Rumble. I said those words, and I will take, I will take that. Um, boy, was I wrong, and I was happy I was wrong. By the way, WWE. During backstage, they announced that Randy Orton's coming out at one and Edge is coming out at two. And I think they realized they're having Edge win the Rumble. Let's flip-flop it. And if Edge come out at one, Randy Orton come out at two. <laughs> um, even yeah. though it really doesn't make much of a difference. Um, so Edge came out at one and then won the whole damn thing. 11 yeah. years to the day of his first Rumble win, he wins his second Rumble. Yes. Which is crazy. I, wow. One would think I'd be jumping up and down like a lunatic, like I was last year when Ed appeared. I was sitting there in shock. Like, I didn't know how to react. I didn't know what to do. Like, what? <laughs> and I know you were having issues, so I'll throw it to you. You were having issues on the night. So go ahead. Um, yeah. Here's my thing. He doesn't need a rumble win. If they want to do, if they wanted to do a title run, he doesn't need a rumble win. Like, it's just, I don't know, like outside looking in to me, it just, it, it, it looks like he's just there to 
take the spot from someone. And I, you know, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, he's been gone for almost a year. And now he's the Rumble winner, which again, doesn't need to be. He's not a main, well, I can't say he's not a full-time person because technically he is. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn. Like, I, you know, I, it's not that I don't like him. And it's not that, you know, I mind, because I don't mind that he won, to be honest, but I just feel like they 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 could have picked somebody that would normally not get a title shot like a Drew McIntyre last year. Or a Sheamus in the past, or a Shinsuke Nakamura, or yeah, like that. Um, see, I'm in a weird boat, because everyone knows my passion and love for Edge. Everyone knows this. By the way, Final Four, just to make it official, was Edge. Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, who they missed an opportunity. You should have came out with Burn It Down. They missed an opportunity with that. And Braun Strowman, which I actually, until typing up my notes, forgot he was in the top, the, in the final four. Completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take my notes up. Um, it's weird, because I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, if they're going to have Edge win, it's, it's a lot like when Batista won. Where it's like, he didn't need to win, and then the match ended up not even happening because of Dana Bryan. He's the match. It didn't even happen back then, back at WrestleMania 30. This is a lot like that. Only difference is, I think Edge would have gotten an ovation from the crowd for winning, but Batista got booed out of the building. Like, <laughs> the only difference. And I think they know that. Um, I guess I'm okay with it if he doesn't win the title. Like, I'm actually okay with it if he doesn't win the belt. Like, if they're yeah. going to do something where it's like Edge Roman Reigns. And they play the family cards, and you have a Roman and a Heyman doing the promos against Edge, and, and they bring Beth Phoenix in, and they do all this stuff. I, I'm all for it. I think it'd be a great story. I just, as, even as an Edge fan, I don't think Edge should win the title. That's <laughs> my my opinion. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, so. Our only NXT person in the Rumble was Damian Priest, and he looked freaking fantastic in this yeah. Rumble. Like, holy crap! I'll just jump ahead of my notes. Him and Big E, they had the lead in eliminations. They both had four eliminations each. So that's that's crazy. And I I was going nuts when Priest and E were looking at each other like, "Come on, fight, fight! I want to see this. I really want to see this fight." <laughs> I think the other one I popped for was um Big E and Lashley when they were in the ring together. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god. I was so excited. I'm like, oh man, this could be great. Um after surprises, we had Carlito. I did not expect that. It was a nice surprise. I, I popped for it. I'm not gonna lie, because I didn't expect it. I popped. Um, so Carlito, just so people know, he is not full-time moment. He's in on a trial run because again, he hasn't been with the company in a decade. And He's in on a trial run. He looks freaking amazing on Monday night. Like, in shape. Looks fantastic for his age. Um, apparently, MVP pitched to get him here. And Triple H said, sure. Okay. And here he is. And who knows? Because after three weeks, if he's still here, that means he did good. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what kind of relationship MVP and Carlito have. I think it's weird. But <laughs> um, I think it would have been more of a surprise if he wasn't announced for that stupid Legends night. And then didn't show up for that. And then didn't, and then show, didn't up. show up. So, Which is probably why he didn't show up, because they were probably like, well, 
if you're gonna be in the wrong, wasting you for this, let's put you in that. True, that's a good point. It's pretty good. But point. I feel like it would have been more of a oh my god moment if he wasn't announced because you know no one would have ever thought. No, because you know, Carlito's name was just in you know just on TV like not even two weeks ago. True, that's a good point. I, I didn't think about it from that perspective. And Carlito's name when it popped up for Raw Redmond, we were like Carlito. Like, what? <laughs> didn't make any yeah. sense. Like, that could have been a mistake. Like, what? So, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. Um, then you're the Hurricane who came out, and I cracked up laughing. I'm not going to lie. I Wasn't he just on AEW television? He's everywhere. He <laughs> pops up everywhere. He was on AEW. He was a producer who got furloughed. So you're the better part of a Hurricane helped. He was a producer for WWE pre-pandemic. Yeah. He gets furloughed by WWE. He then goes and... And there's a radio show here that based out of Milwaukee, the radio podcast show, their video show that airs here that just ended this year. That is Dave Hero, and uh, I forgot the other person. And Gregory Helms was the third person on that show. He then popped up on AEW as part of the Hardy thing that was Sammy Guevara, and then he he. WWE rehires him back. He has to leave the talk show, comes back to be a producer, and now he's in the Rumble. That's all in one year. <laughs> <laughs> that's a year of limited okay. life right there he never stopped working i give him credit for that uh, yeah and then the big surprise was christian I, I didn't expect to see christian i did not yeah that was a big surprise to me and i this was the problem with there being no crowd because i think of christian music kid that place would have been yeah unbelievably hot and then when eddie christian had that hug Oh my God! We wouldn't have been able to hear anybody. Like, it you, forgot, been you forgot to mention the person that you have down at the bottom of this list as a surprise. Oh, uh, it's because he wasn't a huge surprise. It was Kane. Yes, you're right. Kane. I think here. that was a surprise. Kane was here, and um, yeah, Mayor. He Kane. should have been Mayor Kane, though. That would have been funnier. That would have been funny if he came down in a suit, but with the mask on. <laughs> a lot like to do when he was yep. director of operations. <laughs> he was back. That would have been hysterical. But he came down. He did get a couple eliminations to add on to his elimination record. Wait, way. does he have the top? The, is he, he on the top again? He's the all-time overall. Like he had the combined number, right? And he also has the most rumbles appearances ever. So he yeah, has. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. He has those two big records to his name. So they're just making that number unreachable. I think for those two numbers unreachable at this point. By the way, though, with Kane, good call. With Kane, he did donate his money. Um to the Knox County Applied Technical Scholarship Fund for the Tennessee College of Applied Technological, Technological Knoxville. I guess. There you go. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> There's the name. But good for him. I'm glad he didn't take the money. He put it toward his city. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that bothered me, and I put it in my notes here, why the hell is Almas eliminating people? Like, why the hell is this a thing? Why was that a thing? Like, if, that really if, bothered me. If somebody gets eliminated because of outside interference, that elimination should not count. Exactly. Like, for instance, if he helped AJ eliminate somebody, fine. Cool. That's absolutely okay. But if you're eliminating somebody, that shouldn't count. You're absolutely right. I don't, I don't understand how that makes any sense. That bothered yeah. me so much. And then when you look if you look at Wikipedia, he's listed as the person who eliminates him. He wasn't in the match. <laughs> <laughs> it really bothered me. But I am <laughs> glad we did get the a couple of spots of AJ getting caught by almost that made me laugh. Holding like a baby. That cracked me up. <laughs> that, made me laugh. that was one of the only spots I was really looking forward to happening. I was still having it happy. Oh, and also Kofi's back. So that's cool. Kofi is yeah. back. So that's cool. 
Um, let's go to the other notes I have here. Nia and Shayna Baszler, they re- they won back their tag team championships. Um, thanks to Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. I don't care. How about you? Do you care at all about this story? Not really. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page because I just don't care. This reminds me way too much of Don Marie and Al Wilson to really enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> it'd be way too much of it. Um, and then, they, but Naomi and Lana, who also showed up at the Rumble, they also showed up in the Rumble, are now the number one contenders for the tag team titles. This is so stupid. So I mean, <laughs> when when she came back and she had that like death stare and she looked like she was just going to murder everyone, I was like, ooh, this could be interesting. Like you know, character change. You know, she she worked on herself the past couple of weeks. She's been off TV, and oh, this could be fun. And then she gets in the ring, and I'm like, oh, wah wah. Like, oh come on, it was such a waste. I will say though, I like Lana eliminating Nia Jax. I like yeah. that. That was cool. That was a cool moment. Like that was a cool moment. It was a lot like um, who was it? Um, Big E eliminating um Mustafa Ali for uh, on behalf of the New Day. Like I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the New Day's gear dedicated to Brody. Yeah, that was amazing, and I didn't notice the detail of this. That if you look at all three of their gears, they had three different variations of Brody. Oh, okay. Like I think it was Kofi had the um, insulted one, and then you had Luke Harper, and then you had a Bludgeon Brother. Oh, okay. But I thought that was pretty cool. Like I didn't notice that, and somebody pointed it out to me. I looked back, I'm like, that's cool. Um, by the way, if you're not a following Amanda Huber on Instagram, follow Amanda Huber on Instagram. She's a fantastic follow. Um, and also listen to her on AEW Unrestricted this past week and be ready to cry. Because uh, if you really, really want to know details about Brody's death, listen to Amanda Huber on Unrestricted. I yeah. was not prepared for working and listening to that and almost crying while working. I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Um, anyway, Last week, I have to say, I, now I have to call this one out. Last week, we were talking about Drew and Goldberg. And I got on this show and I went and said that if Drew does not win this match, I am going to be fuming pissed all night long. And all you, all three of you, went and said to me, Goldberg's going to win. Goldberg's going to win. And then the match opened the show. And I had, and, and the funny part is that I tell, I, if you know, you know me. I don't get into matches. Like, I watch matches, but I don't emotionally get into matches. This is not what I do anymore. I got older, and I let CJ do that most of the time. When this match started, because I was so anti-Goldberg winning, I was so anti-Goldberg winning, I was so into this match. Like, I was so into this. Like, I'm screaming at the TV, so into that, <laughs> watching this match. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, I, I was like yelling, like getting so into this on every like near fall. Like I was going crazy <laughs> watching this thing. And um, to the point where I was like, get that motherfucker in the ring, get him in the ring, hit your damn claymore and get this over. I was yelling at the TV. Like, <laughs> I was so, so I guess sometimes that is the point. Like, you got to be a wrestling fan and really get into a match. And that was me. But Drew did beat Goldberg. I was so happy when that happened. Yes. Um, so your entire prediction throw it out the window on this one. Yes. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm glad because, you know, usually when he pops up, it typically means he's going to win. Uh, so I was more than happy to be wrong. <laughs> 
Oh, trust me, I, I literally was almost out of my seat when he kicked out of the first Claymore. I was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back down. No. <laughs> I was. I guess that's the whole point. I think the whole point of a Goldberg at this point is to get people emotionally involved, and they got me emotionally involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So then on Raw, uh, Sheamus turned on Drew. I feel like this is too fast and sudden. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of WWE storylines. <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling because Keith Lee. I, I didn't bring this up in the news because I didn't. I didn't want to. Oh talk yeah, about Keith Lee wasn't in the Rumble. Well, I can explain why. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Has COVID. Yeah. And Keith Lee lived with her, so I understand Keith Lee not being in the Rumble. I have a weird feeling that they were setting up Keith Lee to turn on Drew. And then have Sheamus turn on Drew later. And they had to move the storyline up because Keith is unavailable. I don't know what you're yeah. happened here. So I almost feel like they're setting up Drew, Sheamus, and Keith Lee, the triple threat at Mania. I'd be okay with that. I feel like, I feel like it'd be fun. You know, especially if they're Edge and Roman on the other side. I think it'd be fun. Speaking of which, um, Roman KO. Last man standing match. This was fun, but then the whole ending was fucked up because apparently um, Paul Heyman forgot how to use handcuffs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. That was terrible. And funny part is, every single person watching this had the same joke. Like, one would think Paul Heyman would know how to use handcuffs. One would think. (laughs) That's terrible. I mean, they really should have, like, cut the camera away. The problem was, there was nothing to cut to. Like normally, the well, crowd. I mean, they could have just like you know, the crowd. they could have like, went to, yeah, but they could have went to KO like you know, pain, <laughs> dead on the floor. Oh my god, I feel bad for that one ref by the way. That he, that he, that, I mean, the first when he first handcuffed him and he went to stand up, he's at nine and he pulled the referee and throws him into that pole. <laughs> I feel so bad for that ref. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um, and if I'm not mistaken, I think. The, the the second ref that came out when he was counting, you saw like because Paul Heyman was struggling with the uh with the he handcuffs. He had to stop his count. He had to stop his count. And I'm like, oh come on. Like well, I, I, think like, they... I understand like shit happens, but like have have prop handcuffs that like have a release with the button at that point. Exactly. Why are we using real handcuffs? Why are we using real handcuffs? I think my favorite part about it was was um well, they, they, he, well, Roman got to his knees and then Cole's trying to cover. He's like, he's on his knees. They're counting out of standing. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I give Cole and Rams credit. They did their best covering, but that would made me laugh. Really hard. <laughs> um, real quick, Sasha retained her title against Carmella. That match wasn't even on the card when we did our preview last week. Uh, <laughs> um, so good for her. Sasha, by the way, now has a fun kill from Mandalorian. That was announced. So that's interesting. She has a what? The Funko Pop for Mandalorian. Oh, really? Yeah, that came out. Um, so the other, and then let me talk about Bad Bunny. Um, oh, what, what, what is the, what, what I, I said this last week. I don't understand the Bad Bunny thing. I don't understand. Explain, Sal. What is this Bad Bunny I mean, thing? Yeah, he's, he's a very, he's a big uh, artist, uh, you know, Latin uh, singing artist. Um, I was trying to think of like an equivalent of who he would be like for American music, like star power wise. 
and I, I can't think of anyone, but he's a big name. He's a huge deal. Uh, you know, it'd be like, like a Taylor Swift showing up. You know what I mean? Like he was, just, he's just a big name and um, supposedly he's a big wrestling fan, I guess. Apparently, I don't know. apparently he's a big wrestling fan. Um, Mandy made a comparison that getting Pitbull in the prime. That's a good comparison. Yeah, so, okay. Like, I, yeah, I that's that. a good one. Yep, yeah. that's a good one. So, um, Bad Buddy performed. That performance is weird. For someone who doesn't speak Spanish, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like it. it was Mandy was confused that she speaks Spanish. So, <laughs> I feel... I, why was Booker just standing there? Like, I don't understand why he wasn't moving. In the music video, at least he's moving. Why was Booker just standing there? Because he didn't want to be there. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, He's dressed like GI bro. He's not moving, and he's just standing there for a three and a half minute performance. Like our <laughs> thing to watch. But that's not the only time we see Bad Bunny today. Bad Bunny got talked to by the Miz in the back to ask to time up. He says no. Miz gets pissed, and during during his um Rumble entrance, he destroys Bad Bunny DJ booth that you pointed out during the women's Rumble was still there. I didn't even notice it until you said something. And then, there was a reason, so I give the credit. At least there was a reason for it to be there. Um, the Miz attacked Bad Bunny DJ booth, and then um Bad Bunny came out to the Rumble and um helped Damian Priest eliminate Miz and Morrison. And then jumped in the top rope and hit a top rope splash. <laughs> As you do. Across the body, top rope splash. Optimus and Morrison. I'll ask Snoop Dogg. A lot better than Snoop Dogg, by the way. I was going to say, now let's, let's have an argument of whose top splash was better. <laughs> it was so much better. It looked like, was also younger. He's also a lot younger and a lot more agile. That might have something to do with it. It, it was up there was like a Stephen Amell when it came to like celebrity involvement. That's what it reminded yeah. me of. A lot like Stephen Amell. But then on Raw, um, bad money with on mid TV, and then he ended up being aligned with Damian Priest, which oddly makes sense for Damian Priest's character. Yeah. And then Damian Priest um, killed the Miz in a match. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you hate John Morrison, I know you hate him with a passion, but I'm starting to love his stupidity like how <laughs> dumb he is. I love it, like, I'm loving how dumb he is. Um, so. Is there a rumor going around we might get Damian Priest and Bad Bunny versus Miz and Morrison at WrestleMania? That's a rumor. What do you think? Okay. What do you think? Is that a right? A, a celebrity match with Bad Bunny might be a massive deal at Mania. Especially yeah, I mean, it'll get people to watch, I guess. Sure. I mean, be mind, it'll be at Peacock. So imagine on Peacock, you're ever having Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. Peacock, 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 Peacock. So. <laughs> Headphones are on. He can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> um, and finally, the last thing that happened, because the last time he left our truth he was pitting Alicia Fox for the 24-7 title. Well, yes. next time we see our truth he for, for, I don't even know why they went to the pre-show panel on him um, in the middle of the Rumble. Rumble that was weird. And um, Peter Rosenberg then distracted our truth saying John Cena was in the building and then pinned him for the title. So we ended the rumble and Pete Rosenberg is champion. And then, <laughs> and then our truth won it back on the Michael K show and they didn't even show it on Raw. They did not even show it on Raw, which was weird. Like, why didn't they show that? <laughs> not only did they not show it on Raw, they didn't even like 
talk about it. Pin on camera. Oh my god, it was at so least pin him on the couch or something. Oh my god, so bizarre. So that was Rumble weekend. That was the Rumble day. A lot happened. So since there's a lot of action going on behind me, Sal, any other thoughts on the Rumble, and then we'll get out of here if we got nothing else. Nope. Cool. Well, since there's a lot of action going on behind me, let's end this show. You think you know me? So as I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to end the show with the Rumble winner. And here's the funny part is, I I, compl- I was going through stuff, and I realized that last year's Rumble, um, post-Rumble show, we opened with Edge's music. I was like, oh, whoops, my bad. <laughs> you think I'm, that was so ecstatic that he was back that we opened with Edge's music last yeah. year. So, like, my YouTube was all ready to go, like, oh, Edge's team music. It was right there, search from, search from last year. So, <laughs> so all right, Sal, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, uh, go to our website, theblakeandsalshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages, uh, and please comment or leave a rating and review, and we will read it on the show. Um, yeah, we're part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association. For more information, go to wisconsinpodcast.com. I didn't even tell you this. One of the guys from the Wisconsin Podcast Association contacted me during the Rumble. And like, okay. are you watching the Rumble? Oh. Yeah. There are two matches behind us, though, and they're not watching it live. <laughs> <laughs> but he That's said fine. he's gonna he's gonna promote us more. So there you go. Oh, so look okay. for more promotion from them soon. Um, normally I say dad, so um support your local wrestling. Move on. Um next week <laughs> we're going yada to- yada yada, so on and so, so forth. Buy you, a you know the shirt. You know the you. And uh, um, um yeah, 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 yeah. Um <laughs> next week it's um me and Manny's anniversary, so we're not doing a full show, but we will be previewing. And I swear to God, if takeover the NXT did not announce this show, we'd be running a best of show next week. But Instead, we'll be here doing a quick show previewing NXT TakeOver St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Because they don't have a title yet, so I'm calling it that until they name it something. <laughs> so, that being said, let's get out of here. Because, like I said, there's a lot of action going on behind me. Um, I'm Blake. I'm Sal. And Daddy <laughs> from behind me. You've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show, old school edition. Have a good day, everybody. Peace out. See ya. And um, mask up. you so very much goodbye and good night Bye.